ora tato. Welcome to this special Ngahere Talk series we've called Whakatau. Whakatau means to make a decision, to settle yourself on something. We've all had to navigate this global pandemic and had to make the decision to whakatau ourselves on whether or not we'd get the vaccination for both us and our whanau. For some of us, it's been a hard decision with consequences that are tough to bear. For some, it's been confusing, it's been too rushed, or it's been too scary. Join me as I caught it all with whānau who have made the brave decision to vaccinate themselves and their tamariki and learn how they were able to whakatau their heads, hearts and puku on this whole COVID vaccination debate. Mauri ora. Kia ora tato. welcome back to our second episode of Whakatau here on Ngahere Talks. So I'm really excited about our korero today. We have a beautiful couple with us representing their whanau, um, Kui and Tice. It's lovely to have you both here today. Uh, kia ora korua. Um, why don't we just kick off by uh, introducing yourself. Yeah, kia ora, uh, tēnā tātou. Uh, he uri awau no te tairawhiti, no te ākau o tokomaru. Uh, ko marotiri te maunga, ko mangahauni te awa. Ko Ngāti Parau te iwi, ko te whānau arua taupare te hapu, ko Te Atākura pewharangi tōku ingoa. Kia ora, my name is Te Atākura, also known as Kui, widely probably known as Kui. Um, I hail from Ngāti Parau on the east coast of the North, North Island. Kia ora, Kui. Kia ora, uh, ko Tyson tōku ingoa, uh, nō papa o ia hau. Um, kia ora everyone, um, my name is Tyson, everyone knows me as Tyson. Um, born and raised in the Manawatu. Um, yeah. Awesome, kia ora Tais. It's lovely to meet you. Thank you for having us in our whare, in your whare today. Um, it's nice to be able to just sit down and have a little korero about how this whole like vaccination um, situation has rolled out for your whānau, including not just yourselves, but also your tamariki. Um, but I think first and foremost, like I'd love to know from you guys, how, how do you, um, within your whānau, make the decisions that you need to make about the health and well-being of your whānau? Uh, well, I like to use the kōrero mā te hapori te tamaiti e whakatipu. Mm. It takes a village to raise our tamariki and we're, we're pretty big on that kōrero. Um, you know, although we are mama and papa, um, you know, we've got a whole village, our whole whānau, our friends, um, you know, behind us, backing us, supporting us. And so when it comes to our whānau, you know, collectively we work together to raise our tamariki. Mm. Um, to bring out the best in our tamariki. Um, that was how I was raised, you know, within the community. Um, not just by mum and dad, but, you know, aunties, uncles, cousins, older um, siblings. And so naturally that has kind of progressed into how I raised my our tamariki. Mm. Yeah, village. Yeah, very much the same, I guess. Yeah, as Kui said, it's, you know, it takes a hapu to raise a, you know, a, a tamaiti, a child. And we kind of both fully fully embrace that, whether it's seeking guidance from our parents, like she said, uh, our friends. We kind of don't really make those decisions by ourselves. We've got, you know, a happy behind us <laughs> that, that helps us and, and guides us into that direction. So, you know, we're probably quite lucky to have those people around us at all times. And, you know, we're very grateful for that. Yeah, yeah. So what's your village? What's your hapu like in, here in Tamaki? So our, both our tamariki are in, well, you know, they've gone through kohanga reo. Um, they're currently, you know, in kurakaupuka Māori. So it's very much so that tuatana whanau, mm. um, hapu-based, whanau-based, you know, raising our tamariki. And so 
um, we've got to, you know, we've naturally had to find our hapori, you know, find our hub, find our community, friends, um, and, you know, within that community, within our kura community, you know, we have like-minded whānau, you know, our tamariki have so many activities mm. they're involved with, um, you know, kapahaka and, and sports, um, and so, you know, our whānau, our different friend circles are putting our tamariki, you know, in similar activities, you know, netball or um, rugby league, and so, you know, wherever we go, there's always friends and and whānau they're supporting us. It, hadn't, it wasn't easy, mm. you know, with our first child, it was mm. you know, difficult trying to find our um, community because we were both born and raised in Palmas North, so moving here, uh, we were quite young parents, you know, 21, 22, so finding, you know, those that were having tamariki at the same age, all our mates were not quite ready to have tamariki, mm. so we were kind of the first within our mm. circles to have tamariki, but it wasn't until our tamariki, you know, started that, you know, towards the end of the kohanga going into kura, that we really had to um, build those connections and build those um, relationships with, um, you know, our children's friends' parents, you know, so we could, you know, collectively walk this journey together. Mm. How many tamariki do you have? We've got three tamariki. Mm. Our oldest, Tapairu, mm-hmm. who is seven, who is the boss of the whānau. <laughs> Second boss. <laughs> <laughs> me. Yeah, that's the one. She's literally a mini me. So <laughs> some call it karma. And middle middle boy Pihayaka, who's five, um, and our baby Taihan, who's mm. Oh, beautiful. Um, so when you think back to what it was like for you growing up in, in your different whānau, what were the different ways that you experienced um, aroha from your from your whānau as, as a young person growing up? I guess uh, the three things that kind of popped to my head straight away is is having, you know, have kai, one. Um, <laughs> two, we, you know, having fun with one another, whether that be siblings, friends. Um, and the third, um, expressing how you feel, you know, telling that person that you actually love them um, goes a long way. And like examples with, for me at my home in Palmerston North when I was a kid, um, you know, big household, um, eight siblings, um, <laughs> raised from a single mother um you know she'll work three three jobs a day you know come home and still have the energy and time to cook us dinner mm. you know sit us all down watch us have kai make sure that we finished it um we couldn't leave the table without finishing that kai and there was just <laughs> one of those old school yeah. things you know <laughs> yeah. as probably we all know um and then the second one having eight brothers and well, eight six brothers and two sisters all in kind of one household um, you can manage the carnage, the fighting, <laughs> the love, you know, all those raw emotions that, yeah. you know, that we, that we experienced at that time is how we sh- kind of gave each other the love. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third one, obviously expressing the love and actually saying it is a big thing. Um, my mum, for example, would every night, without a doubt, I couldn't, can't even remember a night that she wouldn't say it. And she would say, I love you, have a good night, sleep, you know, sweet yeah. dreams and a kiss on the forehead. Yeah. And they kind of set you up for the next morning, you know. Mm. So all those little things kind of this way that my household showed us kids mm. aroha. And she's so, still yeah. like that now, eh? She's still, still, still yeah. yeah. Every time we see her, 
Yeah. You know, I love yeah. you. We'll be yeah. gone for five minutes. You'll come back. I love you. Yeah. It gives you a little kiss before you go to bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I feel like a little child again. Yeah. You know? and it's just, it just takes me back to the all, yeah. all those little memories. Do you get a little kiss when you go to bed now? Well? Yeah, oh, always. Yeah. And he continues that with yeah. our tamariki. Yeah. You know, it's it's amazing what you bring um, from your childhood into your and the ways yeah. in which you parent your tamariki. And what he said is him to a T as a parent. Yeah. You know, he's big on talking to our tamariki about emotions and, you know, making sure he's playing with them, having fun. And that's his way of showing, you know, mm. acts of aroha to our tamariki. And I guess for me, um, you know, my parents were big on, I guess the biggest thing, if I was to think about what acts of aroha look like within our whare, um, for, for my mum and dad, it was really, really important for them, for us to know who we are, where we come from. Mm. Um, and they're still very much so like that today. And so what acts of aroha look like for me growing up was making sure we always knew um, where we were from, you know, mm. where our, if I think about where my whenua, my placenta is buried, it's it's in Tokomaru Bay. Mm. And not only, you know, do I say where my mountain is, you know, what my mountain is, what my river is, I've literally, you know, stood on my moong, I've swam in my, you know, in my awa and that, that is something that I don't take for granted and mm. something that um, I'm really, really grateful to have, mm. you know, and that was one thing that I remember growing up. We were always there every holiday, every weekend we, mm. you know, my parents were, were free, they would take us home. And so we continued that with mm. our tamariki. Um, probably not as exciting for Tyson coming back to, to Tokomaru Bay, but, you know, my, our tamariki, yeah. um, their are also buried there on the same papakainga um, where me and my siblings are, um, our placenta are, are, are buried. So, you know, that, that was big for us and that's one way we can show our tamariki. Mm. I'm probably the one that's most excited to go back to <laughs> True, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gotta drag him back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, this sounds really beautiful and I think um, I think you guys are both really lucky to have those beautiful memories and experiences, eh? And to be able to pass that on to your tamariki. Um, and for them to have confidence from that aroha that they get. Um, and so I guess like now moving into the whole COVID situation that that all of us have been through at the moment. What has it been like for your whānau navigating through this whole pandemic? Yeah, I guess we we speak from a place of privilege, you know, because it's been quite an, an amazing ex experience mm. for us as a whānau. Um, both my parents are educators, so, you know, back when the first lockdown hit, uh, my mum was quite active in voicing, you know, what it was that she saw was going to happen and so sh she suggested to us that we get out of Tāmaki being the hotspot. Mm -hmm. um, we think about um, maybe you know moving down to Palmasanore for the time being. Um, lockdown hadn't quite happened yet but she was at the time I remember saying you know come down we'll have that intergenerational living which is you know really really exciting. Mm -hmm. I mean me as a mama, I haven't experienced that you know I didn't have the privilege of growing up with my uh, grandparents around and so you know for us as parents to be able to give that to our tamariki for I mean it was almost two and a half three months you know it was just amazing. Was it in that first lockdown? Yeah. So you just was packed up and went down there? Packed up and left wow. yeah yeah so it was um, us our two tamariki at the time and my brother who, mm. who lives with us and so you know to have that amount of adults in the one household mm. was amazing 
help with the kids, yeah. you know, yeah. help raise them. And amazing for our kids as well. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just us two mm. kind of playing with them and, you know, by that yeah. stage, probably a month, they probably would have got sick of us and <laughs> kind of just let, flicked us off. And, yeah, yeah. But we have, with having other people in the house and other people to bounce off um, and just kind of having different kind of loves from different, different angles, it was mm. probably a blessing for them. And mm. a blessing for us at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that was what twenty twenty, the first little bit of lockdown, eh? And then what was the rest after that? Because you obviously came back. Yeah. Did you go back down again, or we didn't, eh? We just no. missed the lockdown. So, um, I mean, living here in Tamaki, we've had a couple of lockdowns. Um, you know, the one just recently at the end of of twenty twenty one, um, we welcomed our you know our third baby into. Um, te ao marama. So that was really, really different. Um, I guess we probably saw challenges there um, because we didn't have the privilege of having mum and dad here with us. Um, we didn't have our, you know, visitors. Yeah, visitors. Yeah. And I mean, we've had home, two home births for our two oldest. And, you know, for the third, having to go into hospital, you know, at the time not knowing if, you know, Tyson could come into the hospital. So, I mean, in terms of, yeah, that, that was probably challenging and a little bit different to what we were used to as a whanau. Um, but grateful that we had, you know, uncle who watched the older two kids mm. while we went off to the hospital, deliver Pepe and then come back home. Yeah. So were we in lockdown? We would have been in lockdown, eh? Yeah, yeah. Nine so I think ago. August we went into lockdown. He was mm. born in September. Oh, wow. And I actually yeah. loved it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. Like, my work was kind of shut off at that stage. So I got to spend time with Taihana, with one of, one of the kids that were yeah. you know, just recently born. And I didn't really get that experience. I didn't get that time with the other two. So I was quite happy and stoked to, to stay home with, with Taihana, the youngest one. And you know, have that fun, see him crawl around, see him, you know, get it's hurt, nice and all those little day. things, you know, that I miss on the first lot. Oh, so Betty's was... a little daddy's boy now. <laughs> oh no, he's still close to his mum, oh. so I'll give him another yes. two months, and then yeah. he'll suck on back long. to me. Yeah. <laughs> fun dad. But eventually, come to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, beautiful. And so, um, as a whanau, you've both decided to get vaccinated along with two of your tamariki? We have, yeah. yeah. So the, the vaccination corridor within our household um, has been quite normalised. You know, it's with our parents, um, you know, the nature of our mahi, um, being in the military, um, working in the education sector. Um, it was, you know, either get vaccinated or, or you know, lose your mahi. So we had to ha really have those wānanga um, to see what the pathway was for our tamariki. Well, for us, it was our decision to vaccinate. But for our, for our tamariki, it was um, a bit different. Yeah. I guess it was, uh, we had, because um, kakoro in Māori, uh, māua kia, kia rātou, so they, we only speak Māori to our kids. And um, we were speaking English when we were talking to one another. And I guess she, both our kids picked it up that we were getting vaccinated. and. They're kind of asking, like, what about, you know, what about me? You know, am I getting vaccinated? And so they kind of made their own little um, choice in their own little heads that they wanted to get vaccinated. And yeah, that's yeah which was it, interesting eh? for us. Yeah, I mean, the vaccination quarter was quite normalised within our household. You know, it was, we had quite lengthy one around what we wanted to do and, you know, and all the decisions we, we make as a whanau are for the greater good. You know, it's about, 
um, collectively making decisions that um, impact, impact, I guess, our our village, our hapori. And so it was, you know, quite simple for, for Tyson and I to, to get vaccinated. But for our girl, it was like a countdown. Yeah. I remember she's like, can I get vaccinated today? Is it today? Is it today? Really? So she had to wait until, yeah. you know, they opened up the bracket to get her vaccination. Um, and so, yeah, she was really, really yeah into it and, and I guess you know as parents we had normalized that corridor you know we made sure that we had informed um corridor around the um you know why it is that we're vaccinating our tamariki you know the you know lengthy wananga by people who have you know done the rangahau done the research um you know we went to whānau to friends to kaumātua to pakeke that that we know and trust and that we know and trust have been doing this you know mahi or rangahau research for for a number of years so it wasn't just a yeah let's just mm. jump on the bandwagon and get this yeah. done it was you know based on it was evidence-based it was um you know collectively talking to um, our parents, our whānau, um, about, you know, that decision and how it, you know, will have a ripple effect on, on our on our whakapapa, really, yeah. Yeah, so of all those wānanga that you had, were there any, like, um, bits of information or things that really stood out to you that really helped you make that call or made you feel comfortable about that decision? Yeah, well, for me, you know, my, my dad's 73 this year. Mm. And so, you know, thinking about, you know, how vulnerable they would have been, you know, had we not been vaccinated, had we, you know, brought COVID back into the home and how difficult it would have been, um, you know, for for us as parents not being vaccinated and being around our pakeke. You know, we go home to Tokomaru Bay mm. um, often and, and, you know, one of the decisions our hapu, our, um, our iwi um, made was that, you know, whānau returning back home had to be vaccinated. And so our decision was, you know, based around that and the importance of staying connected to home, mm. making sure that, you know, we're keeping our pakeke, our kaumātua safe, mm. um, and, and as well as our tamariki. So, you know, for us it was all about protecting our whānau, protecting our whakapapa. And yeah, taking that kōrero from from our kaumātua and mm. our pakeke. And what about you, Tice? I know that you were mandated to um, to take the vaccination. Was there was that how was that for you? Um, for me, it was. I guess it goes back to the same kōrero. It's I wasn't kind of forced to take that take the um, vax, but just having that, all those conversations from all types of people, all different types of people. Um, kind of eased me into those to getting vaccinated and it made it real easy so for me it was just kind of like it took about a month for me to get vaccinated um, and the, the mandatory for me was to be vaccinated within the three months so we had a bit of time and you know I took that time um, very wisely and just kind of talked to everyone and made sure it was the right decision for me at the time and yeah like we said it's you know, it's protecting our, our elders, our, you know, all our parents and all that kind of thing. And so I'm all for that. Yeah, beautiful. And so what kind of, um, like, questions or maybe fears did you have when it came to then vaccinating your tamariki? I mean, we've 
vaccinated our tamariki from the get-go and mm. so you know for us we didn't think that this was any different mm. from the previous vaccinations I mean really we're getting this flu jab and you know it's protected us as a whanau as parents and so um, you know for for this type of vaccination it was almost like well we've always done it you know what's the difference mm. you know with this one if it's you know coming from the people we know and trust saying that it's going to protect you it's going to um, keep your whanau and your tamariki safe I mean we're all for it mm. and we were lucky enough that Papa was one of the first to get vaccinated not mm. that we wanted anything to happen to him but you know he was part of that first um, rollout of vaccination um, where there wasn't so much divide within our community yeah. and mm. so that decision as a whanau to support Papa to get vaccinated um, didn't weigh too heavy on us because there wasn't such a big hype over vax versus non-vax on Facebook and on social media so um, at that time um, it was yeah quite relaxed you know mm. it wasn't so didn't feel so pressured mm. and you know he was okay and well and same as our, my dad I think he was part of that first um, you know roll out, vaccination rollout and so you know if, if Koro's doing it if mm. Papa's doing it then you know we're, we're just naturally following yeah and it was a bit weird too because both our kids hate needles yeah. <laughs> they absolutely hate they hate That's going right. to the doctors yeah. you know and then both of our they kids they do like the lollipops they like the lollipops <laughs> but it was just weird that two of them or well, both of them just kind of we're eager to go and get it. Yeah, which you know, makes us proud, proud you know, yeah. because we've done our job as parents to to show our tamariki that by doing this, you know, although it might be a little bit mummy with this big needle that's going mm. in my arm, it's going to keep me safe. It's going to make sure that I can see my grandparents and, and my papakainga, my whanau. And so as parents, we were like, yes, mm. we're all for it. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, way. I think what I... Um, what I'm really getting from you guys is how much you do trust um, the health system in Aotearoa and, and potentially that comes from your parents as well and, and being academic. Um, like what, what could encouragement could you give to people that aren't so, haven't had those positive experiences with the health system or, or potentially see it as a threat? And, and not trustworthy. Well, he may know to tie our way. Your your environment is is key. So you know who you you surround yourself with, the type of corridor or, or, or conversations or wānanga that you surround yourself. You naturally um, become part of that wānanga. And so, you know, we. I mean, for me, I won't speak on your behalf, but but for me, you know, what I can encourage other whānau to do is to um, to reach out to to their whanau, to to people that they know and trust, mm. um, to support them in in their decisions. To you know, because I know that it's it's um, it, it can be challenging, it's nerve wracking, it's unknown territory. But for us, it it was safe, it was unforced um, because we had. Um, pakeke, we had parents, we had kaumatua, we had our tamariki, all there within the same wānanga space talking about this, you know, this vaccination that's, you know, going to protect us and keep us safe. So, 
that's one thing that I know as parents we did mm-hmm. was not make decisions just within our own little bubble that we reached out to others to help us make informed decisions for my whanau. Mm. Yeah, I guess turn off your social media for a little <laughs> bit, you know, for six months and have those those hard quarter of people that have had, have had the vaccination, mm. you know, and have have, have deep, deep conversation and really kind of get the guts of it and not kind of be influenced from other imaginations. <laughs> You know, have have conversations with pure people, face to face, kind to kind Yeah, and the, could you like give any uh, advice on where they could find some of these conversations? I know you've said like Fano and that. For some people, that might not be the right place to go as well because that might be the environment yeah. where they're only getting one narrative. Yeah, yeah where else could they go in Kōrero and find some find some answers? Another place is you know where our kura is quite active. Mm. You know, so finding. Um, it, it might be a kohanga or, or you know early childhood based community it could be a kura based community I mean it could be people that um, have been you know helping you you know your whole life you know it might look like your GP it might look like um, you know there's so many different um, places and spaces that we can go to to mm. access the right information because sometimes it takes you know finding the right community mm. to um, unpack you know all of those um, I guess um, uncertainties that you, that you have and so I mean we were lucky enough to find it within our own whanau but you know my advice is to reach out to different communities and you know for for some it might be looking outside of your whanau um you know lucky enough with this kaupapa we were all on the same page as a whanau but it's not always like that you know we know the dynamics of whanau and um you know we're not always on the same page but you know it, it might be friends it might be um a colleague, it might be um, a local komatua. Um, I mean, there's so many different places that, that you can go to to access, you know, the, the information, I guess, that you're looking for. Mm. And most of those places is like, um, it's like a party in some of those spots, you know, <laughs> like, especially our kids' kura, it's, yeah. you, you drive in and it's, you just see a lot of people having fun, you see the teachers having fun. You know, they're giving out prizes, that, you know, there's kai, there's a movie theatre. Now, um, and that's just in um, Hawaii Waititi and I, I guess in all the other places they've got um, singers and actors, you know, all those kind of things that, you know, whether um, you're Māori or not, you're welcome in any kind of community. And yeah. I think that's the more important thing is, you know, you go anywhere you like, you're going to be welcomed in, yeah. no matter where you come from. Yeah, and we always yeah. felt safe, mm. and more importantly, our tamariki felt safe. And if you, mm. you know, if you get that sense of safety within that community or within that space that you take your, not only yourself but your whānau into, you know, that's the feeling that you get. That hopefully that is, you know, gives you a sense of yeah, I'm making the right mm. decision. Mm. Beautiful. Uh, well, I honestly think that people are going to get really encouraged by listening to your all. Um 
and hopefully inspired as well by the, the way that you show aroha to each other and to your tamariki. Um, I think I've loved listening to how you, you caught it all with them and allow them to be part of the wānanga from such a young age, to listen to all the different perspectives and to make their own decisions. I think that's probably what I love the most about hearing from you guys. So, tēnei te mahinui ki a kōrua mō tēnei, mō tēnei kōrero, um, for opening up your whare to us as well and being so generous with your your uh, what's coming out of your heart for this kaupapa. So, kia ora kōrua. Thank you, tēnā.